Welcome back to the Four Pillars of Health podcast, where we talk everything nutrition, sleep, fitness, and mindset. My name's Daniel. My name's Mel. And today, Mel, you're going to take the introduction. Yeah, so today we have uh, Connor Kassan. So Connor Kassan is an elite cyclist. So how are things, Connor? Not too bad, no? Um, so basically, we're just going to ask him about his training, about his life, about his nutrition, about his sleep and all that. So we're just going to get to know Connor today. So uh, your introduction, so how did you start cycling or how did you get involved um, in it? Or? Yeah, so I suppose in secondary school, I was doing a lot of running and of distance running cross country and 5Ks on the road and things. And uh, I kind of always had an interest in watching cycling. And then and one day myself and my dad decided we'd get two bikes to do the ring and carry and spent a couple of years doing kind of charity events and then eventually kind of got my way into racing. Okay, and uh, so what type of races do you do then? Like, is, it, is there a certain distance in cycling? Like, is it just all the same or is it a certain type of... Um, yeah, so it varies a lot. It kind of depends on what race it is, but most of them are around kind of 100 to 120k. Um, Jesus. It can be as long as 180k is the longest race I've done. And then the short ones could be 50 or 60k long, so... Would you do that, Daniel? I would, yeah. Um, I actually did it this morning, you know, lockdown now, like, but I did it within my 5k. Um, so did you stretch I, your calves first? No, that's a big mistake now. Yeah. <laughs> that's a rookie mistake. So, like, my question is, I suppose, like, how would someone, like, how would you advise someone to get started in cycling? Like, me now, like, if I wanted to just start in the morning, like, what type of bike and stuff should I kind of be looking out for? Um, well, obviously, like most sports, you can get it fairly cheap or you can, like, you can spend as much as you want on a bike, but you can get, like, perfectly good bikes for relatively cheap. Um, like, once you have the bike, you're good to go, really, so that's it. And, like, would it have to be, like, one of the road bikes and stuff, like? Um, well, like, if, if you want to do road cycling, you're probably better off getting a road bike, but I don't know, like, you can get mountain bikes or... If you just want to try it out, like a simple hybrid bike is fine. Um, okay. yeah, just... That's good. I'd say it's kind of whatever money you put in, like you can pay for whatever you want. Like you could, the more you pay, the more, the better Pretty bike. Much, yeah. You can just kind of. I suppose yeah. it's good to start off cheap just to, to find out do you actually like it. Um, exactly. You don't want to spend 10 grand on a bike and use it once or twice and then <laughs> sitting around somewhere. Unless you're DJ Khaled. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> And you're, you're minted out. <laughs> and DJ Kassan. If you're minted out, buy whatever bike you like. Um, diamond encrusted, preferably. Um, I'd say he doesn't. I'd say he doesn't cycle much, though. DJ Kelly. <laughs> he, he, you see, he's on his uh, jet ski a lot. That's that's why I saw him. I, yeah. I saw him on Snapchat getting stuck in a stuck on his jet ski once. So I, I doubt he cycles very much. Um, so like. Going back to like the, the long races and stuff, I suppose, like what's your training like going up to that? And like, does it take a certain amount of time for you to, to train for certain races? Um, yeah, so like during the winter, normally your training is basically all just building your endurance. So you're doing like long training sessions, up to like five hours long, but you're basically just riding kind of a similar pace the whole way through. So it's not really... Like you're not dead at the end of it, but you're pretty worn down. 
Um, whereas once you get to the summer, then you're kind of adding in the intensity and building up like the VO2 max and threshold powers and all that kind of stuff. But like the training is very, there's a lot to do. It's not just like if you're running a marathon, like you're running the same pace the whole way through. Whereas with cycling, like there's really intense efforts mixed in like anywhere throughout the race as well. So it's, there's a lot of variety in the training, which kind of makes it fun as well to train. So. Yeah. Uh, is there any like particular place you, you go and stuff like, would you be doing hill training and stuff like that too? And He's in the best county in Ireland for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no shortage of hills here in Kerry. So yeah, you try and again, because like if you're spending like you know, 15 or 20 hours a week on your bike training, you try and mix up where you're training. So you know, go exploring new roads and, and not riding the same road every day. And and like, does it take like a certain amount? Like, would you um, look to like peak uh, on the day that you are training and stuff? And like, how long would you kind of train? I suppose, like, how many weeks and stuff would it take for you to to get up to like a peak form just for kind of race week and stuff? Uh, yeah. So, like, most of it or most sports, you kind of have your like A or B or C events, and you kind of hit your peak for your A events. Um, you kind of stay at a pretty high level all the time throughout the season. And then, you know, you like put in that extra effort coming up to your main race and then you might take a couple of weeks off or ease back after that just to recover and then you can build up again. But it normally doesn't take too long for myself personally to build up to that peak, peak fitness or a couple of weeks of training and, and get there. Show off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, I'm going to steal the mic from you now, Daniel. What, what mic? <laughs> the mic, the imaginary mic. Um, pre-race ritual is there anything even le- like the week leading up to a race or even the night before is there anything that you do that you can't race with if you don't do it do you know like is there something that you always have to do no matter how weird it is <laughs> yeah no matter how weird there's no boundaries on this podcast <laughs> um, that's probably a disappointing answer I don't really have any rituals like um, I'd always make sure I do some foam rolling and stretching and things but yeah that's probably not really a ritual but I, yeah, well i suppose it's something I'm, you have to do yeah i'm quite boring that way so well, what, what about your recovery like do you do like anything other than like foam rolling and stuff um like as part of recovery like do you have to focus more on like sleep and stuff coming up to races or anything like that uh yeah i suppose I, yeah i'm kind of a early to bed guy anyway so i'm normally like in bed for half 10 11 most nights um obviously working early mornings means you kind of have to do that but um i don't know i suppose recovery as well yeah there's a lot of kind of stretching and foam rolling and keeping flexibility and then obviously like eating the right foods as well helps mm-hmm. yeah i think that's the perfect time to go into the nutrition side of it now um so like do you like switch up your nutrition or anything or do you like is there a particular diet you follow um leading up to kind of cycles uh, so yeah, just talking to Mel earlier on there, like I've never really like tracked my calories or anything like that, or I don't really pay a whole pile of attention to my nutrition or my diet or anything, but obviously like kind of subconsciously you're trying to stay away from like the, the really bad foods and you're The eating. nuggets that you don't yeah, eat. 20 I, I only had 18 of Mel's 20 nuggets today. So <laughs> <like>. <laughs> Pure cycling fuel. Um, huh. And, and like, when you're, um, like, in a race then, like, would you bring, like, carb bars and stuff, like, with you and stuff? Uh, yeah, so racing, you normally kind of use the, the energy bars and the energy gels. Um, 
just purely because when you're working hard, it's obviously a lot easier to take a gel or a bar than trying to eat a banana or something. But uh, and then as well, in in your bottles, you have like carbohydrate energy mix stuff in your bottles. So even when you're drinking, you're getting the carbs in. And like, how do you find the gels and stuff? Do they kind of agree with you? Uh, yeah, again, I've never had any problems, so I don't have any diarrhea <laughs> to tell you, unfortunately. But uh, Not so, sometimes, like they don't yeah. agree with people, and they're very bad on the stomach. Sometimes that's why I generally tell people try them out before they they actually go like run races and and cycling and stuff because they can cause like gastric upsets. So yeah, that's why I'm yeah, I've heard there. stories and things, and like it's um, some people they just can't take gels. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and um yeah that's i have a question uh about your gym work then do you need do you need to lift weights or do you need to a, a lot of it would be core with it or mobility or yeah so i do a lot of core work um i think it's very important um you kind of want to be as efficient as you can on the bike and obviously having a, a good core helps with that um with the weights kind of sometimes in the off season or during the winter you can do a bit of weights to build strength but it's not like a, a vital part of cycling, I don't think. Anymore. You don't need massive arms for cycling, do you? No, like you don't. Know, no. We're known for our big arms, our cyclists. Yeah, I, have, I know that, all right. And Daniel, like, you have you have um, massive arms, do you? I do, yeah. Does that, does that mean you're good at cycling? Um, it must mean that like, it's coming from the man himself now, like that big arms do mean better, better <laughs> cycling. <laughs> So it's all about tricep definition. I think I should really get on the cycling, I suppose, now at the moment. Um, uh, but yeah, like, is there any supplements and stuff you take then too? Um, no. You don't Never. take protein, right? <laughs> More boring. I have like um, a tub of uh, like protein recovery matrix, mink tricks, whatever you call it. Um, uh, I've had it for about a year. There's still half a tub left. It's kind of like um, I use it in the case of emergency or something if I need, if I feel like I need more recovery after a session. But I normally try and stick to just normal food. Okay, and and like, what is the the end goal out of it all? Like, is there any race that you'd really like to do or like that or achieve anything like that? Uh, yeah. So there's kind of. A couple of big races every year in Ireland, there'd be like Ross Moon, which is like a kind of a tour of Munster, it's four days long. Um, and then there's the Ross Talton, which is like a tour of Ireland, uh, it's eight days long. So they'd be kind of the two big races. Then you, of course, the national champs as well. Um, when you're racing against the likes of Sam Bennett and Dan Martin and Nicholas Roach, uh, it's like it's big boys. to be able to go in there and race against them is pretty cool. So you want to be in as okay. good a shape as you can for those. That's cool. And yeah. you're a county champion. You never, you never mentioned that. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's generally it for me. Um, like the the recommendations and stuff. I suppose is like if anybody does want to start cycling, just like start low cost. Um, get on the bike. It, like I think now is a good time to actually start cycling. Um, because the gyms have closed. Um, so like if you do want to get on a bike I'd recommend it now um, and try that out um, and yeah like have you anything to say Mel? Yeah just cycling is obviously a low impact sport as well so if you have bad knees or whatever and you're, you've done plenty of running in the past, road running 
it could be a good, you know, it's the, an equivalent to running, I suppose, just getting your endurance up and your leg strength. Um, but yeah, um, it was good to hear from an elite, an elite boy, you know. Yeah, today. thanks for coming on and talking to us. No worries, thank them. pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Um, I've been so that's kind of it, Daniel, is it? Yeah, I've been Daniel. I've been Mel. And I've been Daniel. In Mel. <laughs> Connor said he's been Mel. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Good God night. bless. Keep Good the night. faith. Keep night. the faith, he says. Keep the faith. Yeah, you heard it here first. Keep the faith. Good night. Put your Jesus in it.